On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we're discussing the Lightning's 5-2 win at home against the Nashville Predators, Braden Point's great night, and more. But first, let's play that music. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I just want to thank all of you for making us your first listen of the day. And if you're watching us on YouTube, I want to thank you for making us your first watch of the day. And don't forget that. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and drop a comment below. Let us know how you're feeling today. Well, I'm feeling great. We're recording this not too long after the Lightning took care of business at home. 5-2 win against the Nashville Predators who were coming into this game uh, pretty much on a similar kind of pace as what we saw from the Lightning in their last 10 as well. So two teams that were at least on paper in their last 10 games looking similarly matched uh, coming into this one. But as soon as the first puck uh, was dropped and the whistle blew, uh, it was pretty much the Lightning from from then on. I mean – this was, you know, we, we've spoken about it before uh, on previous seasons, actually, how the Lightning have, over the last couple of seasons, maybe three, four, five seasons, historically are one of the faster teams in the National Hockey League. And, and so at this point, we, and, and, you know, over the years, as the years have passed, the, much of the NHL has caught on and has, has adapted their games, their style to, Somewhat that similar of what the Lightning have. Obviously, not all could replicate it because talent can only go on so many teams. But you would figure at this point that, you know, to the diehard Lightning fans, casual Lightning fans, even me who has watched every single Lightning game over the last three, four years um, and, and beyond, is we would kind of be like, or, you know, kind of relaxed in terms of, you know, this team coming out of the gates, busting their butts uh, on the ice. But, man, was those first three minutes of the first period a fast-placed flat. Ugh, I can't even say it. I, I'm just in sort of pretty much awe of how the f- opening minutes of this game were and, and how fast this was. And, and you know, all credit to Nashville. It could have been, it could have gotten ugly real quick from them, uh, considering how fast out of the gates Tampa was skating. And and even before the the, the first puck was dropped, I mean, if you were listening to the broadcast, and I was I was all over the place in this. I was listening to, uh, I had the volume on the television with the broadcast, and then at one point I turned off the audio, put on the radio in the background. So I was I was watching the game and listening to Dave Michigan and. Phil Esposito in the background, and then jumping back with Dave Randor, uh, Dave Randorf, and, and Brian Ingblom, um, and they both. Everyone stressed that John Cooper said to his players before this game, and and you know yesterday as well when he spoke to the media, they got to come out, they got to skate fast, they got to do what they got to do early on, and this is something that we've spoken about. I feel like you know if you're getting tired of me saying the lightning need to get off to a good start well tough you know what that is pretty much has been the song that we have sang over the last couple of seasons with this team because we know it works we know what tampa bay is 
capable of. And we've see we saw it in this game. This this team, this was this was almost equivalent. This was almost the Mona Lisa game. And and at, at some point during the season, I will declare one game that the Lightning play to be the Mona Lisa game. And what I mean by that is a game that is the epitome of a masterpiece. And Tampa was pretty close. You know, there were there was a couple of moments there where they kind of you kind of saw it in the second period, uh, especially when Carrier scored that game tying goal. You saw it where Nashville was starting to come back, and, and that was expected. You know, I spoke about it on the previous episode where I'd expect, you know, these two teams to go at it for the first period, very close game. And then you start to see Tampa as the game goes on. Showing that experience, showing that veteran leadership, start to pull away. I mean, we saw that in the third period, scoring three unanswered goals, pretty much sealing the deal from then on there. Uh, but the first three to five minutes of this game was wild. I, I, I am like I almost was starting to allude to in the beginning of the show was that the you got to give credit to Nashville. Um, the way they were able to keep their heads on their shoulders and, and kind of keep the lightning at bay. And that's really what it was to start the game was you could tell from the first couple of minutes and then even the point goal. I mean, that, that, the, the chip, the chip to point down the middle uh, was just chef's kiss. I, I mean, it couldn't get any much more perfect than that. Uh, that is a play that the lightning go to now. And then we see it, Obviously not work out more times than than it does. Uh, but when it does, it is it is a work of art. And you saw it right there. And and I wish, I I wish that the lightning could could pull that card out of their sleeve on a nightly basis. Obviously, they're not gonna do that because teams are looking for for that. But they caught they caught Nashville in a weird position going down the other way. Uh, Cole saw a point and it was a perfect chip where only he could get to it on the rush. And once, you know, as we all know, once Braden point gets a head full of steam down the ice, down the middle, I mean, chances are your goaltender is going to have to make a, a, a highlight reel save to stop him and, and not even use his sorrows who I I've spoken about on this show before. I believe he's one of the top goaltenders in the league. I mean, we made, we made a top goaltender look, I wouldn't say like a chump. That's a little harsh. Um, you know, it wasn't all Soros in this game. It was It was just Nashville in general um, not being able to keep up with the pace that the Lightning were setting forward. And really the opening minutes proved that. Uh, Nashville did have their moments, like I said. Uh, they were able to settle it down after the Perry goal. They got one back from the Jankowski goal. And which was shorthanded, which never ideal, <laughs> never ideal to give up, <clears throat> excuse me, never ideal to, to give up a goal like that. Uh, but overall, I mean, it couldn't get much better than what you saw in the first period from this lightning team in terms of overall energy. Uh, even if you're down, it, you know, this team, I, I fully believe, you know, knock on wood. If this team is riddled with injuries, you come out of the gates playing like that. I mean, you could beat any team on a nightly basis. Uh, and and 
you know, when the Lightning play like that, they're I, I believe that they're one of the best teams in the league. But and, and that point goal exemplifies where where they were at uh, tonight in that win. And and if you have a friend that is you're trying to get into hockey, or if you know someone that's trying to get into hockey, and you need to show them something exciting to hook them in, you you show them the Braden point goal. That was just a work, like I said, work of art. Great play exemplified the level at which the Tampa Bay Lightning were at tonight uh, in a very good win, a very good win that really, I, I mean, with the slate of games that are coming up after the tough loss the other night against Detroit, uh, a game that I really wish the Lightning could have gotten back. Um, winning by this deficit, winning by this big of a, of a margin with, Division rival Florida Panthers, you know, that that kind of believe it or not, I, I think teams look at margin of of victory in their opponents' previous games and especially where their opponents are at. And and they look at that and they take that seriously. That's kind of a gauge as to where their team is, because you know, it's not only on like I said, you know, numbers don't tell the whole story. They look at that and they're probably thinking, okay. Tampa's going to be coming in with huge amount of confidence. Uh, and and we didn't even get into the fact that Brian Elliott played tonight, which we'll get into in the second segment. Uh, but, you know, first impressions from this game, phenomenal win, great performance all around. Uh, another game in which every player on this team, whether or not they got into the assist column, was involved on every play. You saw everybody. It wasn't just one handful of players that were getting you know the the shout outs on the broadcast or even making plays i mean the the, the list goes on perbix had a phenomenal night once again i mean this guy is probably one of the biggest surprises uh in the nhl uh, right now i think you know i i don't think enough people are talking about nathan perbix so you know we'll, we'll we'll talk about him uh later on but you know great performance tonight we'll 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 continue to speak about it in the second segment. Brian Elliott, we got to talk about him because he is, in my opinion, one of the best backup goaltenders in the National Hockey League right now. We talk about Braden Point and everybody else who continues the role. Uh, but first, I want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. Now, BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at betonline.net. They're always fastest and easiest way to get your sports betting fixed. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. And I just want to remind everybody and thank everyone for making us your first listen once again. And if you haven't already done so, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. We are available wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. Follow us on our social media pages as well as on LO underscore lightning on Twitter and locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow on Twitter at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8. Love hearing from all of you. I was talking to a few of you during the game tonight. Love the feedback. Keep it up. Let's talk lightning hockey. Uh, I, I, you know what? This team is playing phenomenal right now. You know, win or lose, I, I said on a couple episodes ago, and, and you know, we were talking about it uh, in the comments as well, 
I don't know if it was last episode per se. And if you haven't already, the comments on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Drop a comment below. Hit that thumbs up button. And most importantly, again, subscribe because as soon as the newest episode drops, you're notified. Bam. You're ready to roll. You're ready to see my beautiful face. Some of you prefer my voice uh, to each their own. Uh, <laughs> watch and listen at the same time, like I did tonight with the radio on and uh, the game on TV. Uh, but a lot of, lot of A-pluses to go around, really. I mean, this, this was as good as it gets. And I just realized I called Perbix Nathan instead of Nick's, instead of Nick. Uh, just That's just pure excitement. I mean, like I said, win or lose lately for this Lightning team, there's always something positive. There's always, you know, and we haven't really seen this in the past, in past seasons, at least since we've been doing this show, is it, it's one thing where the Lightning, they win a game, we see a ton of momentum, a ton of positive things to take from that. And then they go and lose a game and it's just like all the air in the room has been sucked out. We're not seeing that now. You know, we, we, we saw that a little bit in the month of October, early November. Then I had my self-inflicted um, intervention by you, the listeners. If, if, if you're new to the show, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go back to next week, last week's episode. I believe it was last Wednesday or so. Um, I went off the rails. I sounded like a man possessed. Uh, the Lightning lost. I forgot who they even played. And I was just all over the place. And a handful of listeners, probably even more, were like, man, take a step back. Take it. And I did. I took a step back. And this team is just with every win, even loss, they are improving. They are. And, and this is a team that I'm sure the rest of the Atlantic Division is looking at Tampa kind of nervous as to when they're going to take it to the next level because you know the lightning as good as they've been this year now their record stands at 16-9 and 1 at the time of this recording uh 9-4 and 1 at home 7 and 5 on the road and 7 and 3 in their last uh 10 so as impressive as that is, we all know, especially those of us who have been watching this team for a very, very long time, that this team has another gear that they could get up to. And we're seeing it in the individual performances lately. Uh, Nick Pervix, you know, you don't see it so much on the stats. You see it on the ice. I mean, a guy who is in his rookie season, 24 years old, showing the maturity and and the know-withal of someone that has been in the league for five-plus years. And, man, has he been a godsend. He has really been, I think, a blessing for this team. I, You know, there was a ton of anxiousness surrounding this defensive core coming into the regular season. Uh, with the absences of Jan Ruda, with with uh, him leaving in free agency, with Ryan McDonough being traded away due to salary cap constrictions, restrictions. 
uh, a necessary trade, which was, you know, by the way, was very nice to see that montage of him tonight. Uh, unfortunately, he wasn't allowed. He wasn't able to play tonight. Uh, suffered an injury, getting hit in the face by a puck. So, I mean, no surprise there. I mean, Mack Truck is jumping in front of pucks. He's made a living off that. Uh, we've we've won two Stanley Cups because of that performance. Um, you know, a little, little bittersweet to see him back, but you know what? That's just the nature of the business. But listen, with every player leaving, a new player comes in and shows what they got. And Nick Pervix has been absolutely incredible in the time that he has been uh, been able to be given the chance uh, to play at the highest level in the game of hockey. So, you know, kudos to him. And, and I, I'm very curious as to, you know, we spoke on the last episode, John Cooper loves to play with the lines you know he he has his set starting lineups that he tr he kind of keeps at uh from game to game but as we all know throughout the course of a of a game uh and you know with the the occurrence of injuries throughout the course of a season we could be sitting here at some point in the season talking about Nick Pervix being possibly potentially i know this might sound blasphemous maybe i'm getting a little ahead of myself uh like i said down the line not tomorrow not next week not next month down the line nick pervix possibly being in in a top four pairing i know that sounds crazy um but he's playing that good and maybe that might expose him to some weaknesses down the road um, I mean, he is on the top for he's on the top line with Victor Hedman right now, which is great. But I mean, I could see that eventually changing. I could see maybe Cooper putting Chernak on that, especially if Perbix is susceptible to certain weaknesses. But what I am saying is that I'm talking about him being that anchor guy on the other side of Hedman. What we saw with Ryan McDonough and Chernak, what we saw with Ruda here, what we saw with 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 Bogosian, um, those kind of you know those kind of pairings where Perbix is the number one guy, that's his spot. That he is that that anchor defenseman that is always going to be there. Um, obviously, you know Coop's playing the hot hand right now, so he is on the first line, which is great. But can he sustain this? Is is this a hot streak that is eventually going to come to an end? Or is this something that is 100% permanent? Let me know in the comments below because I'm curious what everyone else thinks. I, You know, it, it's one thing for us to get a little ahead of ourselves and, and be all up in the Perbix bandwagon, which is we, we should. I mean, the guy's playing phenomenal hockey. Um, but for how long? You know, is this sustainable? I think it's sustainable. I think, you know, what he is doing, he's not being asked to score goals. He's not, he's just doing the small things. And like I've said on this show, sometimes the small things are all you need to, to, to help your team win games. And he's doing that. So stepping gears a little bit, stepping side, sidestepping gears for a little bit real quick. Another play I want to mention real quick, because he has just been phenomenal. I mean, he's really starting to get hot. I always say if he could get hot, um, then we could definitely that will lead to a, the lightning having a more dynamic attack. And that is Braden point. Another goal tonight uh, in this one. And, and really two, two goals actually tonight, excuse me. And 
Braden Point, I mean, he he's just one of those guys that we talk about where it, it just seems like he's always on the cusp. He's always on the cusp of 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 going on some sort of torrid streak. And then, you know, unfortunately, it's 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 maybe an injury that holds him back or or you know, something. It's usually just an injury, really. Uh, but I, I have to say, I mean, when Braden Point is playing like this, and, and you could see it in the way he's skating, he is skating with such confidence to his game right now. Because, you know, these guys, let's let's face it, they they there there is a lot of mental aspect that comes into these into these performances. Now, he he didn't score in the last game uh against Tor- Toronto, he didn't score against Philly. Uh, he had two goals against Buffalo, but, um, you know, if he could string along, you know, so that's two straight games with, with points slash goals. If we could get three, four games out of him where he gets a little streak together. Now I'm not talking, I, I don't expect Braden point to get to Mitch Marner level of, of point streak. I think Mitch Marner's at 21 right now, but Listen, uh, when Braden Point is playing like this and, and he's he's really like I said, he's skating with confidence. And when a guy like that who had who skates down the ice like he has a jet pack on his back, um, that is gonna help this team immensely. And you saw it tonight against the Nashville Predators. Um, even though the Predators gave them a fight, they scored that game tying goal in the second and then went into the third tied. It never seemed like this team was was kind of was kind of worried or anxious or really lost momentum. Uh, the Lightning pretty much had this game in hand, and it was because of players like Braden Point, like Nick Perbix, and then towards the end of the game, Nick Paul and Brandon Hagel, who we didn't even get into. Um, Brandon Hagel, I've spoken about how I really like how he is really acclimated. We're starting to see. We're starting to see the Brandon Hagel uh, this year that we really would have hoped to have seen last year. Um, like we said, like I said on past episodes, you know, no one could not not many people could come in, get traded at the deadline, and immediately show uh, have an impact on on their team like Nick Paul did. And and yeah, it was unfair to assume that Brandon Hagel could have, and that's why I was so critical of Brandon Hagel. Um, but he has really come along. Uh, picked up his eighth goal of the season tonight. Uh, Nick Paul continues to shine. 12, 12 goals on the season now. Uh, Nick Paul's another one, just like Brandon Hagel. A little bigger, but Nick Paul, I mean, he he just another one who just is so good at creating space, creating plays for himself, putting him in a situation for him to get the puck where he gets a lot of low slot chances. Um, and he has just very good hands to where he could skate himself right around a goaltender and 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 make a miss and and put one in the back of the net. And that's what you love to see. Like I said, in in, in these games when you're scoring three, four, five goals, uh, when you're getting contributions from your entire team, that makes you dangerous. And, and you know, you 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 combine that with the confidence that this team exhibited tonight. Uh, going forward and, and for the rest of the month, uh, the rest of the year, I, I am very high on Tampa Bay carrying this momentum well into 2023.
So wrapping things up. So the Lightning do, like I said, they 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 have a ton of confidence. They they're riding high right now, as they should be. They've been playing fantastic hockey over pretty much the month, and, and it, it's just very tough right now to to gauge that. And and, it, and I'm sure it's frustrating for some Lightning fans because it's you know you're you're listening to this or you're watching this on YouTube and you're saying, well, they're playing great hockey, but it seems like we're not making any ground towards toronto and boston but i mean you got to to a if you if you look at what toronto and boston's been doing in the last 10 i mean it's you really can't much do better than that other than being undefeated which obviously the lightning aren't uh and put that in perspective their last tens all come uh all compared boston's eight one and one toronto is eight oh and two and Tampa is seven and three. So that's the unfortunate point we're at in this season for, you know, as good as Tampa's playing, Boston and Toronto are just on another level right now. And all we could really ask of this Lightning team is to continue to grind, continue to find ways to win because the way this team is playing, this is going to be the most sustainable way for this team to win in the long term going down the stretch into those dog days of march those 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 and those dog days of april where most playoff teams some playoff teams the lightning were a little bit practically limp towards the playoffs and right now not getting too ahead of ourselves because we are in december the way the lightning are playing right now this is playoff hockey i always talk on this show that the little ways of winning games are going to be the most sustainable and if if we've seen anything from these last three years that have resulted in two straight stanley cup uh stanley cup wins and three straight stanley cup final appearances is that the little things go a far way uh, and when you got everybody rolling on all cylinders from the first line to the fourth, and you know the fourth line for Tampa, their their offensive production hasn't exactly been ideal, but we don't need that fourth line to go out there and score points. We need them to stop, stop, stop players, stop other teams, stop other you know go out there and be that grinder line, uh, like like a, a, f- a friend of mine from back in the day from my NHL days. Uh, Brian Sosa, who is a Lightning fan, who always used to say, uh, "Be that sandpaper." Um, that that is that is what we need that fourth line to be. But if the Lightning lines the 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 top, you know the the tops uh, nine can go out there, go out there and play the way they're playing. This this Lightning team, I think, in the long run, like I said, I, I am very optimistic uh, that they will. Out, outlive the other performances that we are seeing out of Boston and Toronto and potentially down the road, whether it be towards the end of the month, because you look at the rest of the schedule, not too shabby of a schedule. You know, you have you have the the some of the big tough games, some of the question mark games against Seattle, Toronto and Detroit back back to back there, uh second to last week of December. Um and then you also got Buffalo later that week. But really, other than that, you you've, you have a potential to really come out 
and and come out of come out of the month of December losing three games. And if you could keep your record to to somewhat of that to to three, four lost months, whether it be at the end of January, beginning of February, Lightning will be in first place. Uh, if not, they will be pretty damn close to Boston. So uh, for any Lightning fa- fans out there that are slightly worried about where Tampa might end up in the standings uh, and, and think that maybe their effort or their recent performance is all for nothing, think twice. Look again. Tampa is in a great position right now going into one of the most important parts of the season because, like I've said, this Lightning team or or not just this Lightning team, uh, hockey teams going into December, Christmas time, New Year's time. What you're seeing there, you know, barring some catastrophic injury to one of your star players or multiple catastrophic injuries or or trade, what you see is what you get. And what you're getting out of the Lightning is sustainable playoff level hockey. And we'll see if they could uh, – they could carry that over into into their afternoon game against Florida. Will be join us tomorrow as we will be previewing that game against the division rivals. Always look forward to playing Florida Panthers. I'm sure um, if we don't get one out by Monday for a recap uh, crossover, because I would love to get a re. Uh, you know how much uh, we enjoy doing our our, our crossovers with uh, the host of Locked On Florida Panthers, Armando Velez. I'm sure at some point we'll be getting a crossover together, just kind of discussing that. Um, so keep an eye out for that. But we will be definitely getting a preview out tomorrow, Friday morning. So keep that, uh, keep an eye out for that. And as always, uh, for any news regarding the show or news around the show, uh, go ahead and follow us on our social media pages. Um, so that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.